This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to Stay Curious with Dave Fish. I am Dave Fish and I'm curious. Today we're going to be talking about how you put together a deck before you even did the research. So let's listen. Hey Dave, I want to do some focus groups in Chicago. The number of times I've heard this statement from a client eclipses the number of socks I've lost in the dryer. My standard response is this. Okay, insert client name. So why do you want to do this? Insert methodology. Sometimes I suspect the client just really digs Chicago-style deep dish pizza and wants an excuse to get on a plane and go nosh. So I press further for the real reasons to do the research. This is where the hard work begins. You'll never achieve a research goal that you can't articulate. Research goals start by identifying the underlying business goal. Consumer research is much like creative development in that it looks straightforward and is simple to do. People immediately want to roll up their sleeves and create a survey or a focus group guide. They want to design the approach for shopping ethnographies or the layout for product testing. That's only natural. These are nice, tangible activities, and let's face it, most people just want to rush in and tackle the nuts and bolts and quickly move on. I, however, strongly encourage restraint. The most important step in conducting good research that's relevant without wasting money is to focus intently on the business problem you're trying to solve first. Once that's specified and agreed upon, everything else fits nicely into place. Getting the client to articulate the business problem, and if it's a large organization, getting everyone to agree to it, is one of the most challenging tasks for a modern-day consumer researcher and customer experience professional. Here are some legitimate, well-articulated business problems that need solutions. Why are people defecting from my product or experience? How do I sell more of my service or product? Which groups like my service and which groups don't? What is the optimum configuration of my product for a given group of potential customers? How does my product or service compare to others? Why don't they like it? Who's my competition? Are there enough people who like my idea to make it worth doing? These are all very legitimate questions. Depending on the industry, there are also many ways to solve these problems. Some involve primary research, which is going out and collecting the data yourself, but there's also methods uh, in a wealth of readily available data that's already out there. Someone else did it already for you, and sometimes it's free and sometimes it costs a little bit of money. Most of us use a fusion of multiple sources of data, both primary and secondary, to create a clear and compelling story. After we nail the business problem, the next useful exercise is to use the backward research process. So in concept, the backward research process, or BRP, is very simple. It goes like this. Imagine we've collected all the data, cleaned it, and integrated it. It's deliverable and ready to go. So ask yourself, what are the three to five compelling slides or illustrations or points we would want our audience to know? And what would we want them to do with that? By creating a ghost tech, that is a presentation with no data, or fictitious data, we can clear the fog to reach that next level of abstraction. Now you have the business question nailed and the visuals ready for the presentation, more or less. This approach will drive your entire research methodology and keep away the meddlesome interlopers who want to tinker with the aspects of the research process. For folks on internal research teams, this approach is also very helpful in confirming your internal clients' expectations or results. The conversation might look Something like this. Neophyte researcher. Hey, chief, is this what you had in mind? 
Executive, my God, man, you did the research already. You're superhuman and deserve a promotion immediately. Neophyte researcher, oh no, that's just a mock ghost deck that I created using the backward research process so I can determine if I'm hitting the mark. Executive, well done. That's exactly what we want to find out. Have a donut. This approach has the added bonus, in the case of survey research, of not having to endure the dreaded survey review. If you're unfamiliar with this painful, sadistic process, it involves a researcher sitting in a room with 12 to 24 other stakeholders, arguing about whether you should word a question as prompt initial greeting or just initial greeting for several hours. Not a good use of anyone's time. Now, of course, you probably want to review the survey and explain why you put what you did in there and the rationale around it, but to go in into wordsmithing for hours on end is just not a good idea. If you hire good researchers, the client, whether internally or externally, should never even have to look at the survey, ideally. If the researcher has already done his or her own work to document both the objective and the outcome in advance, you're gold. Once you have that done, it's all deep dish all the way. That's it for this week's edition. Next week, we're going to talk a bit about how you can get some free data. That's right, free. Tune in. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.